Matters. Welcome to episode 233 of Cosplay the Podcast for all things cosplay. Woo! Happy summer, everybody. Not it's or not quite really soon. It's not quite. We're we're still a little bit of time ahead. It feels like it. For you, it's not that bad outside. It's not Texas summer. We got Oh, right now, no. But I've seen the temperature graph like creeping up and I've seen the evil day star once or twice outside in all of the, you know, periods of rain. Sure. That we've been deluged with. Quite literally flooded which has, with. Which has stopped me from using my soldering iron outside. Ah! <laughs> like Mother Nature just does not want me to use this shiny new thing that I bought. No. It's no, going to thwart you. We've had rain almost every, every single day. day for the last two weeks. And we'll have more next week. Hey. Yes, all Woo. next week we're supposed to have rain again. <laughs> I love rain, though. So that I understand that it's not the best conditions for everybody, and I don't want to drive in it because everybody else is dumb on the road. But I like rainy weather. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love the rain. It's just not conducive for doing cosplay work outside on my porch. I am also a daywalker, so anything that blocks the sun is great. <laughs> and there's there's only so much I can do with humidity. I can block the rain. I can keep the rain out, but I can't keep the humidity out. Yeah, that's and the only downside. Humidity does all sorts of fun things to, you know, spray paint drying and that sort of thing. Which is mostly what I was trying to work on outside lately. <laughs> Speaking of cosplay updates, right. I don't have any because Mother Nature got in the way of what I was supposed to be working on, which was spray painting things, like the replacement parts for my Athena costume. And I've also got three gifts that I've been working on for other people that have very shortly upcoming deadlines. So basically, I kind of had to set my cosplay efforts aside due to both the gifts and the Mother Nature getting in my way and just work on these gifts so that I can get them sent out to their recipients by the deadline, which is coming up very shortly. And for those who are crafters, crafting can take a long time when you're doing it right. So That's the understatement of the millennia. <laughs> I mean, yes, there is something to say for doing rush jobs, but yes. if you're giving it to somebody else, you don't generally want to rush things. You tend to care a little bit more, so you tend to take more time making it. It's like commissions, but you're not getting paid for it. Right. But you still put the same amount of care into them because you have a reputation. Exactly. So I'm almost done with one of them. In fact, literally, the glue is drying. Because if you all remember last episode, I talked about, you know, the turbo tacky glue that has resin in it. Because it's supposed to help dry faster, except it totally doesn't. I have to basically let the project sit for an hour between layers. So I love Turbo Tacky Glue. Don't get me wrong. Aleens, don't sue me. I love your stuff. But it does take forever to dry, which means the project is taking me forever. But it's really cool. I have to admit, it. the glue is for electronic components. It lights up. This makes me so happy. <laughs> I love making things light up. Of course you I, do. I can't use my soldering iron, but I am using all of the other things I order from Sparkfun. <laughs> as long as they're getting used, it's fine. They are, and I would love it if they would um, develop a Lily Twinkle, which is a little electronic wafer. It's like the size of a nickel. 
and it makes lights slowly flash in sequence at random times, like twinkling stars, hence mm. lily twinkle. You can only put four lights per lily twinkle. That means you need a lot of lily twinkles. Because what I wanted to do is to make a constellation skirt for wearing to conventions. Because, mm -mm. you know, sometimes they have parties at like eight or nine at night because, you know, I, I'm a cosplay elder and I can't stay up very late. <laughs> but I wanted to have something I could wear to a party, mm -hmm. but it would be probably a good $60 in electronic components. Yeah. So I'd really appreciate it if SparkFun could put more lights per Lily Twinkle. <laughs> Can you make the wafer just a little bit bigger, maybe the size of a quarter, and you can like double the number of LEDs you attach to it? I'll send them a request. That way I don't have to buy so many. I will actually. It doesn't hurt because maybe it's a new product idea that they just didn't think of, and like, oh, oh no, yeah, we it, could do it. They've had this around for a while, but I think it's specifically not meant for clothing. I think it is meant for like kids' projects, which tend to be like small, but. I will have to order more components from them for future cosplay products because I will need more light-up gadgets. Mm -hmm. But when I do that, I'm going to send them a request. Never hurts to LEDs ask. are cheap. Electronic component controllers are not. Right. <laughs> so that's pretty much what I've been working on. Insulation is going to be my next project for the next week or two. While it's raining outside. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Well, I don't really have anything to share because, of course, I still don't have anything to share. I'm still in plumbing hell. But the plumbers are coming in a couple of days. Yay! I'm looking forward to that so I can finally move things back into their normal space and maybe actually reach my dress form that's so sadly standing here in the corner and do something with it. I just can't access it because there's crap in the way. So it, it's soon enough I'll finally be able to start crafting. And that's been annoying because I really wanted to make things. But I can't because I don't have the space. And as soon as I take it out, I'm going to have to put it all back away again. Um, but what I did want to say is for those who are listening right now and watching us live, this is not going to help next week when the episode drops. But right now, if you're watching, great. In the States, it is Memorial Weekend and they have a ton of sales going on right now. I actually shared one to our Facebook page the other day and it was from a website that was new to me, but I did research behind them. And I actually bought some things from them because... It's a huge sale. It was like 67% off most of their inventory, uh, plus up to an additional 20% at checkout if you spent 50 or more. So I was like, hmm, I do need a couple of sewing supplies after I cleaned out my craft cabinet and then some, because I needed like some ballpoint pins and all that. Um, but they had some really cool little fun gadgets that I have never seen before. Like they had a light up seam ripper where the light is between the seam ripper and the, the handle. Yeah, you just click a little button and it lights no, up. No, like why, why do you need it to light up? Is it so you can see what you're doing? Exactly. Because if you think about oh. it, like if you do um, dark thread on dark fabric and it's like matching right. perfectly, it's really difficult to see where the seams are without piercing the fabric. So having that light, okay. super helpful. They also had a cool little LED strip that you can attach to your sewing machine that goes underneath the machine and gives you extra light. And it's all USB charged. They had some fun stuff. There was, they even had a cool little pin cushion, which I was like, this is genius. It Did it set, light up too? No, it didn't light up. <laughs> so it has a little grid on it. And this is meant for your sewing machine needles. It gives you the gauge of the needle and the type of needle that it is. So you can stick it in the right slot. 
and remember which one it is without having to keep all that paper around. And I was like, oh, this is smart. So they had a bunch of cute things like that. I didn't, I didn't buy any of those. I actually bought things that were useful for me. Um, the one fun thing that I bought was a ruler that you can use with your iron and it won't melt. Nice. So I'm going to give this a hard check and make sure it actually does work. Cause I was like, Hmm, it says you can use it on any fabric. Won't melt, won't stain, won't mess up the numbers and you can do it at the highest iron setting. And I'm like, we're going to give this a try and see what happens. Cause it was like 60% off. I'm like, this could be very good. <laughs> I had this mental image when you said that there were led strips you could put under your sewing machine. Cause I know you're supposed to put it, uh, where the needle area is so that you can see better where you're sewing on your fabric. Yeah. Instead, I had this image of them going along the bottom like running lights on a car. Oh, <laughs> you could pip out your sewing machine that way? Exactly. I actually have enough leverage on the bottom of my sheet, and if I wanted to do that, I could do that. I don't see a reason to do that, though, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> I just had this image because I have EL wire left over from right. uh, the UA costume and from Rava. And it's like, I should totally do that with my leftover EL wires, pimp out my sewing machine. Why not? Uh, Make it light up. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I totally would. So uh, yes, just check out your favorite retailers for all your sewing stuff because they probably have sales going on this weekend and take advantage of it while you can. <laughs> I definitely did. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I'm always a fan of buying things that you're going to need anyway on sale. Especially when you already know in advance when the sales are going to be around big holidays. Right. Like if you need fleece or wool or something because you want to make a winter costume, now's a good time to get it because it's already going to be cheap. Nobody's using wool, but it's now going to be even cheaper with the sale. They want to get rid of it so they can put in their fall fabrics already. Mm -hmm. And winter. Everything goes in cycles that go by the seasons. So get your stuff when it's off season and you'll get it for a much cheaper rate. Yep. Unfortunately, I am not doing sales this time around because I had some bills to pay. <laughs> so and adulting is fun, kids. I spent a grand total of 43 bucks for what I purchased and without all those <laughs> discounts, it would have been in like the 160 range. So yes, yeah. I'm like okay with plans. this. <laughs> that was the, my limit anyway. <laughs> and it's good to set a limit because you can yes. really go overboard quickly when you have sales, especially when you're working on specific projects for mm -hmm. cosplay. Yeah. It's real easy to go overboard. Been there, done that. <laughs> All right, shall we move on to today's topic? Yes, let's roll into our topic. Um, I went ahead and jumped into our Humble Bundle Vault, pulled out a book, and decided, hey, it's time for another book review. So we're going to go showcase this really cool beginner's book that I read through over the last week, and I hope that you guys enjoy it. <laughs> We are reviewing The Cosplay Handbook, a book of costume and prop making techniques by Grace Herbert. She also went by Zombies Workshop, but has rebranded to Grace Willow, Crafting, Costumes, and more. This was part of our Humble Bundle purchase, and I selected this as the next one to review in the list. Released in 2019, this book is a beginner's guide to cosplay. 
covering a myriad of topics and giving tips throughout on both the making of cosplay and wearing it. To start with, this has one of the largest content sections I've ever seen. You scroll for pages on this. It's nuts. It may seem like a lot, but when you get into the meat of the book, you'll realize that it's a lot of overviews and not in-depth discussion on specific topics like the cosplay-focused wig and foam armor books. Because the goal here is to give a little taste of everything cosplay. Materials, tools, safety equipment, wigs, travel. That's the big takeaway from this book. It's meant for those starting their journey into cosplay. If you're fresh out of the gate or you're only started with like a couple of costumes, this book is geared towards you. Here is some of the good stuff. I do like that the content is in small, easy to read segments. There is a lot of text to go through, but it's balanced out by the images. You get a little taste for each subject to get a general enough idea of what's being discussed before moving to the next topic. I appreciate that the book covers the topic of what cosplay you should choose and factors in important aspects such as the weather and temperature or the size of the convention center. If you want to move around at a convention with 100,000 attendees, don't do the big bulky costume. Wear something lighter and easier to maneuver in. If you want to wear the big cosplay, find one area to stay in so you're comfortable and not impeding traffic. You could always change out after an hour or two. Really helpful tips. The pattern section has a lot of DIY involved, which has been a mainstay of cosplay. The author goes over the techniques for fabric and armor crafting this way and provides a good overview on how to handle such a task. Many of the mini tutorials are meant to be done solo, which is very helpful for new cosplayers who may not have an extra hand to help out. Of all the areas, making your own armor takes up the bulk of the book. Seeing the process is quite helpful for newcomers. It's not a full step-by-step -step guide. There is enough of an overview to understand the information that the author is conveying. You'll at least come away with a better idea of how to make helmets and full armor outfits. And while the content feels like a lot, I did appreciate the author attempted to touch on a little bit of everything cosplay. You get a general idea of what to expect when starting out on your cosplay journey, and that was nice to have it all encapsulated in this book. Reviewing from a beginner mindset, and as a longtime cosplayer, I didn't like that the book wasn't balanced with the tutorials. There was a strong focus on making armor, with the rest of the book being quick, bite-sized segments. Because this feels like a beginner's cosplayer maker guide, I would have liked to have seen a better balance between the making of the armor and the rest of the book. For example, the sewing machine segment was used to highlight that you should learn about your machine and use different sewing feet. Nothing was provided for hand sewing or how to use and create basic stitches. That's very useful information for cosplayers even if they don't have a machine. Or in the photography section about taking your own photos by yourself. The author writes that you can get your own tripod, ring lights, and remotes, but doesn't provide any additional details. What does a ring light look like? How helpful is a ring light compared to other cheap lights that I can buy online? An extra photo here or a little more description there would have gone a long way. Using a wig cap section, the author does not explain how to put one on. That one kind of felt like a missed opportunity here for me because this is a very informative area that very few people actually spend the time sitting down and talking about because there are multiple ways to put on a wig cap. 
what do you do with the weird extra stuff at the top of the cap when the wig cap is on? You know, is there a way that's easier to put a wig cap on? Should I put in pins to keep it attached? While yes, it would have made the book longer, I was yearning for just a little bit more detail in all of the areas except for the armor. From a formatting standpoint, I think the headlines for each section needed to be a little bit more clear and stand out from the subheadings. It took me a few pages to realize, oh, this is the start of the new section because the headline and the subheadings were just too similar. This might be considered a nitpick, but it did stand out to me as I went through the book. This is a book I would suggest to new cosplayers looking for an overview on the hobby, what to expect on the maker side of things, and for those interested in armor basics. If you decide after this review to get your own copy of the book, you can find it through Grace Willow Crafts. Welcome back everybody! Hopefully that was helpful for you guys. Humble Bundle is always a great place to get a bunch of different cosplay books or supplies for a good price and it's supporting a great cause as well. So just every so often, check Humble Bundle to see if they're offering another cosplay bundle. They do it every so often. Or sign and up to their newsletter. That would save you a lot of time. Yes. <laughs> that too. And at least as far as the ones I've seen, they've all been worth the price that they're asking. Yeah, exactly. So definitely worth it. And we still have plenty more to go through because we've got a whole bunch of books on just various cosplay topics. So it's given us plenty of stuff for us to go through and figure out, okay, what would be good to show you all that might be helpful or beneficial for cosplays of any range. <laughs> it's great to have so many new voices with different perspectives. Yes. Giving tutorials on these things. It's not the same people every time, which is not to say, you know, that they're bad books or anything. No, 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 no. Just it really helps to have different perspectives since people learn from uh, different techniques. People learn in different ways. There's a lot of variety out there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's good to reinvent the wheel because then you get a different kind of wheel. Maybe a square <laughs> one. <laughs> Maybe it's a Flintstone wheel. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I had in mind like a tank wheel that has the tread oh. on it so that now you can go all terrain. I went it, in the other like, direction. <laughs> I went Stone like Age. Well, it's like improving the technique so that, you know, somebody does a different spin on makeup and turns it on its head and you're like, oh, I never thought you could use it that way. That's really cool. And it's very innovative. That's kind of where I was going with it. Amber went forward. I clearly went backward. <laughs> it's fine. I like to think outside the box. I like outside the, box. the square wheel. <laughs> clearly. And now I'm thinking about the Mythbusters episode where they actually tested a square wheel to see how it would drive. Hmm. All right, then. <laughs> well, you know, somebody has to do the whole MacGyver thing because somebody has to find out whether these things work. That's why I do such wacky things with cosplay. Somebody has to see if this would work. Because if it does, then it will, you know, not only enable other people to do cool things, but it will inspire them to take it even further mm -hmm. and come up with even cooler ideas, cooler ways to do things, easier ways, cheaper ways to do things. Because as we all know, the cosplay triangle exists and, you know, cheap, available, and deadlines, pick two. Well, I'd rather find a way to have all three. <laughs> I want my cake and eat it too. You want to be in the center of that perfect triangle. Exactly. I want to put the circle inside of the triangle and now we're starting to get into Illuminati symbology. <laughs> 
This is not that kind of podcast, you guys. It's not. I just want I want to advance cosplay and make it easier so that everybody can participate. There we go. <laughs> and that is why I, you know, occasionally light things on fire and do weird things that set off my smoke alarm. Perfectly normal. <laughs> it's totally fine. One day my neighbors will get used to it. One day. It'll be fine. It's all right. My my annual visit to Lowe's for cosplay supplies is coming up soon. Oh, they're going to be happy. <laughs> oh, do you need help finding No, no. I already know where it is. Thanks, though. Got it. I'm covered. <laughs> what kind of project are you doing with it? Oh, I'm, I'm making a lightsaber with it. Totally fine. <laughs> I love those visits. <laughs> uh, and on that note... Anything else for this episode? I got nothing. Awesome. Well, if you would like to tell us about your latest escapades to your favorite local hardware store, or of course, if you'd like to tell us what you would find in a store that had Nick Cage as the head cashier, please let us know on any of our social media, which of course you can find here. Those who are watching us, all the information is located underneath Amber. For our audio listeners, you can visit us at cospod.org, on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay Podcast, or on YouTube and Twitter as CosPodcast. And of course, you can email us if you would like, podcast at cospod.org and let us know what you're working on otherwise we will wish you guys wonderful cosplay please stay safe stay healthy we will see you guys next time in episode 234 bye bye everybody bye guys